0: Welcome back to part two with Die Happy. Uh, guys, introduce yourselves. Tell them what instruments you play. Go ahead.
1: Hey, hello. Uh, my name's Doug Theme and I play guitar. Right on. Glenn Mancaruso, and I play the bongos.
0: Good. And do you play anything else besides bongos, Glenn? Yeah, sometimes I play drums. Oh, good. I like that.
1: And Larry
2: Farkas, guitar.
0: And uh, what kind of guitar you play, Larry? Left ball. All right. <laughs> Die Happy. Frontline.
1: Rewind. Okay, so you ready for this? Yeah. So we have, we, we were looking for uh, you know a place that we can have like a 24-hour lockout, go anytime we wanted. Yeah. So uh, near my house in, uh, in in the South Bay area of California, there was this um, a storage place that was renting out storage units to bands. You could soundproof them, you could run electricity in them, and you had. 24 hours whenever you wanted to go in there and rehearse. Uh Not be subjected to, you know. Turn it down. Yeah, whatever. So that's what we were rehearsing, and it was uh, was, uh, an 18 by 20, so not very big, right? But big enough for us. Yeah. And we were rehearsing with, uh, that's when Greg was in the band, Greg Chase On. And uh, he had come up with the, um, I don't know who came up with the, he come up with it. it has like a almost like a cashmere Zeppelin feel, da, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. um, so it's one of my favorite songs, and it's just got this great heavy riff. I don't know who came up with that riff.
3: The,
1: the actual, that... da, 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 da. yeah, can you play? Yeah,
2: that, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, good song.
2: So there's that one there that's uh Tear <clears throat> Gallery off the second album. <laughs> My favorites, um, probably "Love Sick Dog," was was one. Um,
0: that's where you can use
2: the dog sounds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how did that go? How uh, did that go? <laughs> <laughs> that was one that's one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorites How did <laughs> oh, that
0: go? It <laughs> goes on. <laughs>
2: So yeah, the, <laughs> I'm sure Robin can elaborate on the, on the lyrics part, on and on, on that too, there. Yeah. But that's, now, that's uh, what's that's the name of that favorite. song? That is "Love Sick Dog." Oh, okay,
0: "Love Sick Dog." <laughs> Music you hear on Frontline Rewind episodes is available on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and our own website, FrontlineRecords.us.
2: I like Eden because I like the way the beginning of that, how Robin did that well, I whole. Did, I hate my when he's
1: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Sorry, That just that whole intro, and then with so, Robin so, coming so. in singing over that. um, and then once the rest of the band kicks in, it just is a thing that really got me. I thought, wow, that's really great how just the whole intro of the song and uh, um, just the guitar riff, riff with Robin's vo- vocals over the top. And then once the whole band kicks in, it really picks up. So, um, yeah, one of my favorites off the second album there. Um,
0: and this is Eden, and it sounds exactly like the
4: record. <laughs> ¶¶
5: wings to the dust, This coverage of diamonds and gold, in a moment in time, This all to rain.
3: The second one, I'd have to say it's between probably Song of Eden and Blue.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Um, Blue had a lot of personal meaning to Doug. And so I really tried to get behind, you know, his eyes on that tune and see what, you know, what he wanted to kind of project in that. Yeah. And I thought that tune came out really cool. I thought that really had a, a nice feel to it that was different, you know, different from the grunge stuff that was going on. It was all the alternative stuff. And it just kind of, kind of came out of left field to me. For the record, he kind of wrote that in the studio because oh, I, right, the, the,
1: right. he goes, "I got this idea, and I just went in. I was already done with my drum tracks, <laughs> and um, I just, you know, just got behind the drums. Okay, play, play a couple. You know, give me the, give me the progression, and that was it. One take, and it was done. And yeah, on, I, on blue, that's where I, I got the strat and
6: I, I was getting this Tom Petty-type tone out of it, and I was just going with it, and that's where Blue, blue. came out of. Yeah. So I started writing it with that tone on it.
1: But Blue is a great song, and the, the lyrics, hmm. which I'll... Okay, wait a minute. If you don't you know. had a blue strap?
0: No. No, it was black.
1: black. Oh, see. Black oh, and white. Okay. But I the song, you the song the was blue because... And you could, you it was because so, so blue, it was yeah. black. I was going to say, <laughs> why don't you name it black?
0: Why just call it black.
6: No, the, the, the lyrical content for Blue is based upon... Uh, I had an older brother uh, who, when he was 17, he had died of cancer. He, had, uh, he battled it most of his life, and so I grew up with watching him battle through this whole thing. And uh, when he was 17, I was uh, 14, he, he passed on. And uh, so it's more about reaching out and wondering what it's going to be like to see him once, once I'm gone from this earth. How are we going to reunite? What it's going to be like? And, uh, but, uh, when I refer to blue, it's when we buried him at sea. And I remember his ashes disappearing in the ocean, and the ocean turned a a shade of blue. And I go, wow.
0: Wow. I got chills (laughs) on that. Wow, what a story. And you will see him again. Yes. Yes. Praise God. So that's blue. Blue. Die happy. Frontlinerecords.us. We have all kinds of goodies. Artist bios, links to all the music, and a free music offering when you sign up for the newsletter. Check it out. Frontlinerecords.us.
3: Like yeah, the, it was. I, I really like the direction we were heading on that second record. It was kind of, like I said, it was kind of everybody putting their their bit in, you know what I mean, and kind of forming the sound. Um, But I, I mean, I listened to it paired up with a lot of stuff from back then. I think it still holds, you know, true to, to what we were trying to do, for sure. The song off
1: the, the off, yeah. The light album. The, the light album
3: would be...
2: To me, it's Endless Time.
3: Endless Time. Yeah,
4: that's
2: that's That to me is one of the, probably the best songs we ever did, I think. Out Which one?
1: everything Endless Time. Endless, Endless time.
2: time. It reminds me a lot of Blue, that kind of just mm. feeling like, you know, just a just kind it, of just It's uh, a... You know? yeah,
1: it, it's definitely, you know... <laughs> has a especially the way Robin's singing it it's a very very zeppelin
2: well it's very it has a, yeah. a very emotional yeah, it's, song I mean to me it just seems yeah like I remember when I was
6: it. working with Robin on the vocals I had two things in mind and it was the Zeppelin-y feel and it feels like an endless time that's all I want. That's I knew that was the word I wanted to say I don't know why and then he wrote all the rest stuff around that
2: Wow!
6: All the cold wind that blows. Because mm-hmm. I'm going for that. Because I'm a clone of Zeppelin and stuff, so no quarter and that kind of feel, you know. So
2: yeah, that's one fun. of my favorite songs, so. definitely, man. Endless time.
1: And it was and it was actually kind of written most of it in the studio yeah. while we we're there. Uh-huh. Um, it was not really rehearsed. Like um, you know, for me it was just percussion parts and playing. You know percussion on the drums with my hands and stuff. It was really unrehearsed, but it just came out beautifully.
2: version we mm-hmm.
1: did of uh, uh what was it? Oh Tun no, that's no, uh <laughs> right. what song was that? Again? Oh, give me the list. I'll tell you what it is. Oh yeah, yeah he's got the Temple uh, of Soul. glenn has got Ooh, the Temple list. of Soul. Thank you. Temple of Soul? Yeah, temple a little of Temple of soul.
2: soul here for you. Uh, Temple of Soul, which we did uh, also on the second uh, Die Happy, the Volume Two album, and then there was the acoustic version on the studio, which um, no, the live was, version, yeah, on the live, uh, oh. live, in, the live in studio.
0: And so, which uh, one is this that we're gonna play right now?
2: Live one in studio. studio.
0: Sure to check out Frontline Records YouTube channel for exclusive live performances recorded right here on our Frontline Rewind shows. But wow. I, I, I just I love it. I love the emotional side of of your commitment to to these guys, and it's just it's
4: it's great. Oh, dude, we're so yeah. I'm so connected. Oh, it hurts. Um, <laughs> no, we really are. We, we're more connected than than uh, most any bands are because Doug and Larry are connected because. Um, Doug was flipping homeless. Larry took him in. That's a bond that he'll never forget. Um, uh, me, and, me and Doug, we, we hit it off because we both loved Johnny Winter. Really and truly, we met and instantly I they near loved each other. Next thing you know, we we're living together. We probably lived in the same apartment for years and years. I saw him fall in love with Gina and, uh, I saw that whole thing and, uh, <laughs> Doug and I, we, you know, we pulled our money together, uh, and, and we made a place to live. Um, Doug lived with me and my wife and, um, gosh, it was awesome. Uh, so Doug and I are real tight and, um, Glenn, he's, he's a big part of us. I, I met Glenn, and I'm really taught with Glenn because we did this pastoral studies together with um, Pastor Bob, uh, and he was real. So so the thing about me and Glenn, we were rooted and grounded in, in the Word with uh, Pastor Bob's, uh, what was he called, uh, pastoral classes, uh, whatever it was. But, man, we, we hit it hard, me and Glenn did, in studying, and we became great friends. And... um. And Pastor Bob put us all together. He kind of had the idea, but um, me and Doug had to put this together. We went through a bunch of people, and um, uh, but it was all it was all God's leading, and I know that without a shadow of a doubt. And we're so close, and um, with what we did and, and how how we built the team. Um, Roger, we're not, not as quite as close with Roger as we were with each other because he was in Hollywood and everything, but we were close uh, in a lot of other ways in, in, in our mission. Uh, I think so. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, man, we fought. We fought for it. We, we fought for, for the songs. We we, we fought. We, we denied uh, everything but the band for a while. Doug's very talented. Doug's very smart. He's the brains of the band. He's always <laughs> had been. And see, he 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 was smart enough to stop what he was doing, and uh, after it was over, and 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 do something different. And, and he's able to provide for his family and the whole thing. He did a great job. Um, <clears throat> but but Doug, he put all that on hold. Uh, and I know he was thinking about it long before I was. But. Um, he hung in there. <clears throat> I was married, uh, and uh, and you know what? We practiced every night. We practiced every night. Everything we did, we'd go to shows. We'd listen to stuff together. Uh, we prayed together. Uh, it, it was serious. You know, our, our vision, uh, Martinez had this vision a long, 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 long time before these guys, and uh, he was talking to me about it way before then, and, and I was like, no, I don't have a clue, but Pastor Bob had the idea, a spiritual idea. We took it because me and Doug basically took it and we ran with it, and we found the right people. Uh, and it was Larry, and it was Glenn, and it was Martinez. Um, we went on tour together. We, our first show we did together. We worked hard together. Man, I'm telling you what, nobody worked harder than we did in uh, everything, uh, and everything about a band. And when we went on tour, it was rough, and it was tough. I mean, we didn't make any money. Uh, most of our, a lot of our gigs, we didn't get paid. <clears throat> we had a hell on tour. We 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 were in the... I mean, we were cramped for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in the same van. Smelt each other's farts, you know, or bad yeah. breath. We had fart wars, you know. We ate all kinds of crap, whatever people fed us. Bong goulash. Remember that, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Darling.
0: The still, um, there was a the silver lining.
4: <laughs> yeah, we ate and we slept... And the most gnarliest place is freezing cold, whatever you know um so we did that together and we did the second together. We fought spiritual battles together that some bands couldn't even flip and take. We fought more spiritual battles. we played in in California with secular bands Dude, where we're the, the, the 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 evil spirit was so thick you could cut it with a knife it make you throw up. We endured that we, we were right in there with them. We stood on stage, rubbed elbows with these sorry suckers, you know? And we loved them all, and they loved us. And, and we put up with a lot of stuff. We put up with the inner turmoil within the band. Because um, uh, every band has conflicts, but we didn't let it stop us. Did not let it stop us, you know? We had a good formula, and we still got a formula because we still have that connection. You don't serve God together like we did. It was the thousands and thousands and thousands of Thousands of people saved and administered to. You don't do that without creating a bond that can't be broken. I mean we're like flipping married and we can't get a divorce. That's uh <laughs> that's how I feel about it.
0: <laughs> well,
4: there you go.
2: Larry, what's this one? This one is justified, uh that's coming good. from the The live in studio (laughs) album.
5: Enjoy.
0: roger martinez and he had that other style of growling and the you know the heavy you know he really wasn't a vocalist per se so when they met you they were like oh my gosh
6: we didn't know what to do (laughs) look
0: at this note he can hit do it again do it again (laughs) you know you're like yeah "Yeah, oh okay i can do that but uh second album you you got to use your style and and take a vocal approach to it in a way that was more you is that correct
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, at that, I mean, that point on that record, I kind of was developing a style more anyway. uh, Prior to that, it's like I was singing in a group uh, with Joshua Prya and we were much more kind of a, I don't know, like a commercial rock type of thing. Yeah. And um, very melodic. I mean, Josh is an extremely melodic writer. I mean, everything is melody and hook and melody and hook and melody and hook. Yeah. And I think that's what I brought to Die Happy 2 is just there was choruses. You know what I mean? Mm, There was the sing-songy kind of choruses like in Song of Eden or Justified. Um, (laughs) And we were experimenting a lot too. I mean, it's kind of... It's sad because had we had a budget, you know what I mean, that would have allowed us a lot more experimentation, I think we could have come up with a third record that would have just blown Die Happy 2 out of the water because we were already working with the the black gospel background singers. Remember those girls that came in to do uh, talk? Yep. Speak your mind, speak your mind, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, that real high stuff. And, and just that sassy kind of sound that was unjustified too, um, which I really thought had legs, you know, I thought that's different. No one's doing that. No one's doing black girl singers with, you know, heavy rock <laughs> Slash blues, slash metal, slash, you know, with, with all the kind of things we were starting to tap on um, at that time or yeah. tap into. But, yeah, on, uh, on
6: the live album, when you and Greg were singing together, that was awesome.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greg, oh, gosh. Greg, can, yeah, Greg could belt. <laughs> it's, yeah, and then he would bring, he would kind of force me up to a different level. You know, I'd be like, oh, okay, you're going to do that, huh? <laughs> so, so I got I to gotta do this, you know. Hence, hence the intro to "All Over Me," which I think it's like. As I listen to that, it's like I love the song, but I'm like, "No spotlight on Robin." Here we go, you know. For <laughs> you know, as you grow older, you kind of look back and you, go, eh, "I probably shouldn't have done that." <laughs> but,
0: but there it is for all of us to listen to.
3: But there it is After in all its all, glory for for eternity, right? Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> mm,
0: I don't think anybody was complaining, but mm. <laughs> we uh, always have that I'm, microscope on ourselves. Afterwards. I'm my
3: biggest critic. Man. Yeah. I'm my biggest critic, man. I'm hard on myself all the time. But it's only because, at, you know, at that phase in my life, I took singing extremely seriously. It was, yeah. was going to have to pay the bills for my family. So, you know how that goes.
5: All over me Sin man
0: Well, so ends part two to the Die Happy episode. Wow, what a trip it was. Hope you enjoyed it. This is Les Carlson from Frontline Rewind. God bless.
5: Frontline Records Rewind